Pro Group Racing presents. Show us your tips for a weekend preview. We're looking at well, black type racing all around Australia. We've got Groupon Racing in Adelaide, Good Racing in Queensland. Uh, we're at Hawkesbury and Sydney and uh, Sandown Hillside down in Melbourne. But good programs at all the meetings. Um, Beaver, how how's the week treated you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Uh, punching along all right. So uh, looking forward to the weekend. And as you said, uh, some some good little races in all different states this weekend. So some interesting racing and uh, hopefully a few winners for us out there. Yeah, fun time of year where you've got yeah, good racing every 10 minutes, basically. So Yeah, they crossed over a bit. Yeah, so it's uh, it's good. We've got plenty of Sydney form bleeding up to Queensland and that'll... We'll focus in on some of those feature meetings in the coming weeks, the Stradbroke and the 10,000 and whatever else. Uh, but for yeah, now, beauty. we will kick off, I guess we'll kick off at Hawkesbury against my better judgment. We're going back there. Yep. It's a good track. It is rails in the true. Uh, we're scared. I'm scared a little bit of uh, the repeat of the hot rail leaders we've seen the last few weeks, or at least rails in run. It is a better quality of horse here, though, so I'm. You know they probably can run on if they're good enough and or get to the outside fence. We tend to see it's either inside or outside fence at Hawkesbury. Uh, so we'll, I guess in the day we'll see what we find. Uh, we'll kick off with the Clarendon Stakes, a two-year-old forty hundred meter race to start the day. Did you have a thought here? Yeah, look, I, I'll probably be on the same thing that you're going to tip here in Glen Eagles, which you liked midweek and then scratch for this. Um, pretty impressive uh, last start, obviously. Um, kept for this. Uh, look, it's it's win at Haw- one at Hawkesbury, uh, beat Overpass, who's franked that form. Um, so, look, it looks the obvious choice in the first race. So, hopefully, get away to a good start there. Yep, not much to add. Uh, it's got the setup at the track. It'll, um, yeah, it's the horse to beat. Uh, Hoover Lucy sat outside lead here a couple of weeks back. It'll get the lead here and um, and run well as well. But I'm with you, Glen Eagles. Uh, pretty keen, yeah, for all the reasons I outlined uh, two days ago. Race number two, benchmark 78, uh, over the 1,500 metres, where we um, we see probably the best horses not having the best runs here. Um, Trent's keen here, well, a good friend of the show, Trent's keen on Spencer at Big Odds, back onto the dry track. Couldn't find it myself. Did you have a thought here? Yeah, um, yeah, not... Uh, I don't know how he found that. Um, he probably <laughs> I had either. the page upside down or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but look, I, if I had to have something, I've gone for Kerwin's Lane, uh, resuming. I think Kerwin's Lane's the best horse in this race. Uh, form last preparation was pretty good. Gets the three kilo claim here. I'm hoping it's fit enough uh, first up here. Has one before first up. But if you go back through some of its, it probably does it prefer it a little bit further than this but um you know when last back in work uh, was up on the gold coast running a few lengths behind the likes of paradis um look it trod well enough uh at ranwick uh, just over a week ago um so it could be ready for a first up tilt and i think if they can run on here it could be finished over the top of them yeah i like what you said there it has, does have a win over the mile over spirit ridge who's um a talented horse um Trials were okay. If if they'd, um, I set out to try and find Kerwin's Lane. The trials, he was pushed along one of them and made ground okay. Uh, I was probably looking for a little bit more to really declare it for a horse that's probably going to be back and last. Um, but definitely, yeah, I guess at the price we got here, seven dollars, I think, is a re- yeah about the right price. Um, I ended up going back to Arcana. I ended up saying that um, was in the wrong part of the track at 
uh, Kensington, where it was just sort of kept to the inside. All the, all that form came down the outside, or all the winners came down the outside. Um, Achiever came for that race and was placed in a group race on the weekend. Isafar came through that race and and bolted in up in Queensland, um, which I sadly missed. Mm. Um, Nash goes on, sits close enough, and I think it's up and going. It's you know it's not necessarily one of my horses, but I think it's here to run well. Uh, and then the two back markers, Saigon, I would have been much keener on, but it's you know Kathy on back last. I'd want double figures. And Kerwin's Lane, if it's eight or nine dollars, I'd probably entertain for all the reasons you've said. So. Well, you'll get, you'll get double figures, Saigon, because it already is double figures. Yeah, that's right. So, um, I, yeah, I've got a feeling it's the best horse in the race, but um, yeah, again, back Kathy O'Hara. There's some question marks for me. It was off the it was off, off the rails on the rails day at Canterbury, so they're all forgives. Um, yeah, probably my main play will be Arcana, and then something on on the two we've talked about. Uh, race number three is the highway. I'm leaving this alone. Are you dipping your toe in? Um, no, thank you. Race number four is the uh, benchmark 78 over the 800 metres. Uh, what a collection of of horses we've got here. Um, uh, having spoken about Cathy, though, I'm actually in a backer here. I think the Yangtze Rapids, the, uh, the one to beat, springboarding off the nice win midweek. There's a lot of you know, plotters in this race. I think it'll go straight to the front uh, around Hawkesbury. That's no problem, and will be very hard to very hard to run past. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you here. I think it's um, it looks fit enough here. Steps up the extra few hundred meters. Uh, looks to get the right run, and these are a lot of plotters in this race. Uh, the only other danger is the top weight. Um, it's a it's an overseas horse just getting up to speed here in Australia. Yep. Don't know if it's quite ready yet. So Yankee Rapids for me uh, looks the horse to beat. Yeah, the one is um, is the unknown just because it was off again off the rails at Canterbury. Was never going to run well over that distance and hit the line fine. We'll, I guess we'll see get a better feel for it tomorrow. Um, a few of these are quickly up in distance as well. So the up and goer. Um, yeah, we both found it there. The Hawkesbury Crown at Group 3 over the 1,300 metres is race five. Uh, for me, two hopes in this race. Uh, and they are, well, the fresh horse, a theory, the, the market order, but a theory just missed Crone before going out in Queensland. Obviously, that form's pretty good now. And um, trials were great. Trial here, set up. I think it's trial here to be set up for this. The only concern is maybe 1,300 first up. I know it's accepted over the in the next race over the mile, over the 1,000 as well. Um the only danger for me is Sweet Deal, who returned a little bit of form last time, gets the lead here, gets Nash back on for Glen Boss, uh, and around $5. I think there's only two hopes, and that's why I'm going to play the race. What about yourself? Yeah, couldn't, couldn't uh, find anything different to you there. I think a theory looks to be the horse to beat here based on its form last preparation. was outstanding. Uh, real purple patch. If it can run the 1,300 first up, no reason it can't. Um, then it's certainly the horse to beat. Got the inside alley, so it's just going to be off the pace and sweet to get the tag. Yep. Uh, Josh Parr is as good a judge as pace anyone, so I'll say he'll be right on sweet deals back, basically. And have last shot. The the 1,100-metre gold rush is a race six, first leg of the quaddy, where, again, um, Trent's won for finding these improvers, but his message to say that he thinks Adlong will improve here. I'm back onto the dry. 
Um, how have you lined up all these girls? Emily. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty open affair. Uh, I've gone for Varda. I think it's the best horse in the race again. I, I tried to find something outside of Varda, and I just kept coming back to it. I thought it was drawn well enough. It's, again, a horse that put a fair few wins together last preparation before sort of stepping up into better company than than this. Uh, trials have been okay. Hasn't really been tested. That's a decent sign for me. Probably its best one was its best trial was the last one. Uh, they tried it at Hawkesbury, which is a good sign. And I certainly think it's going to be the hardest to beat. Yeah. Um, like you, I went looking for a few. Uh, everything you said right about Varda. I've come up with Blazing Miss. Probably gets a really nice run here. Trials are both pretty good. And I think there's a lot of pace here and it can camp just behind them and uh, and just grab those leaders late. Uh, Varda on the New South Wales maps gets drawn three back the fence. Maybe that won't be too bad to a place to be if the rails are hot. Um, if everything's said right. And the big one here um, that I'll back at 50s is St. Covered Spirit. I found Kathy again, but just because it shouldn't be 40 to 1 or 50 to 1, which it currently is. Um, wasn't far off, just before it went out, wasn't far off Skylab, who we've seen that form stack up. Uh, just Jason Cole can get some of these at big prices into places. So they're the two for me. Blazing yeah, I think it's... Runner. I think it's just interesting that uh, Cummings has saved a couple of horses of this quality of Varda, a theory, mm. uh, for first up tilts out at Hawkesbury. And they've all I've trialed. Probably had them out there at his ag- Yeah, and all trialed there. Yeah, they've all trialed at Hawkesbury. Yeah. They're probably sitting out at Agnes Banks' uh, property out there. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good line to suggest that these have been, actually been targeted to resume here, right. which suggests to me they, they, they should be ready to win. Agree. Uh, even back when... Um... When Paul Snowden was um, at at Dali at the time, he used to target. They used to clean up this race or this race day all the time. Um, I guess training not far from home and trialing here. So uh, I noticed that too. All the way through, all these freshies have trialed here and and are all set up to run well. So good angle for the day, I'd say. The uh, Hawkesbury Guineas is the fourteen hundred meter Group Three. Uh, you with the favourite Ellsberg off its impressive return. Yeah, super impressive return. It had trialled well. Look, it did control the race first up, but, geez, it just sprained him. Uh, it was just way too good. Did everything right, and um, I don't see any reason that it's not going to get something similar in in this race. It's got the four-gate. Clark's going to is going to go forward, either take up the lead, sit outside the lead, and it'll be too good for these. Yeah. Uh, great return. It's, yeah, Tim Clark on from a wide gate on a leader, or a middle gate on a leader, we'll say in this case. He's on a wide one later. But um, gets, I think, complete control, and um, we'll have a lot of these chasing from a long way out. Uh, I think Rainbow Connection might be the uh, the second best horse in the race in a run well. Um, but, yeah, Ellsberg, best of the day for me. Yeah, me too. The Hawkesbury Gold Cup is the other feature of the day. Over the mile, uh, a lot of these have been chewed up over the carnival and turned back up here, um, which means I'm going to look for one that's only third up and has been, has, both runs this time have been pretty good, and that's Royal Celebration. I think the market's found it as well. Um, I, I think it's close to favourite, is it? But uh, I think it's here to run with yeah, third up, and uh, and we'll do so. A lot of these were um, at the back end of a long carnival, and 
a horse like Purple Sector would have been all over a year ago, but I don't think it's, it's come back with us. So um, Royal Celebration on top for me. Yeah, pretty tricky affair here, I think. Um, look, you probably uh, found Royal Celebration there off the back of some pretty decent form. I just thought I'd look a little bit wider in the market in a race of this nature. I did look similarly, as you said, for a couple of horses fresh. They don't have uh, – and Purple Sector was one of them – um, doesn't look to have come up as well this preparation, but it is only two starts. It was a fifth and nowhere, but it was in a way better quality fields than uh, this race. Yao Dash uh, and um, Gem Song Batiga wasn't far off them. Um, and then prior to that, trialed reasonably well against a horse that did come out and win in Signal Fox. So I'm not that perturbed by the fact that it's uh, purple set. I think it's third up, ready to go well. And the other horse that I thought that's going okay at the moment um, is looks like Elvis. I think yeah. it's been freshened up for this after a barrier trial. Um, prior to that, again, raced in pretty good company behind the likes of Shared Ambition and I Am Superman. I think it over uh, races. Again, there's none of those horses in this race. So I'm expecting it to improve and improve remarkably. So both at around double figure odds. I'd be playing Purple Sector Looks Like Elvis. Yep, um, Looks Like Elvis just seems to threaten it, has threatened all the way through those sort of handicap group races. So, yeah, you might have found a nice one there. Nice bet. Uh, let's wrap up the day for benchmark 78 over 1,300 metres at Hawkesbury. Um, I am going to put the impressive import Grand Rumoir on top, uh, winning against the bias at Canterbury, reeled in uh, a horse that's franked the form since. Who was it there? Oh, Willow Hart ran okay on the weekend, I should say, on Wednesday, I should say. Um, but to do that at Canterbury, they weren't doing it on a day. Gave him a start. Posse's up from an inside gate here. I think sits. it's mapped to sit three back, which is great. Should beat these. I think it's better than 78 grade, and it'll win this one. Yeah, totally agree with you there. Um, almost made it my best bet of the day, uh, but I thought Ellsberg was. But, yeah, this is uh, just as good a bet. Cool. Um, the, the I thought if there's a danger, it might be Tycoonist off no trials, fresh, um, jumping out and leading from that gate. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, wrap that up then. As you said, one of the better bets on the day. Uh, my best will be Ellsberg, uh, as you've said yours is. I'm going to make my value blazing miss. Um, and what's your value for the day? My value is going to be looks like Elvis. Oh, nice. Yep. Race eight, number eight. Should we do a team quaddy? We can do a team quaddy. Okay, first leg. I'm, I'm going wide in this, in the first one. 1, 8, yeah, good idea. 9, 10, 11, 12, 14. Anyone, any of them you want to knock out? No, uh, that's fine. Just 3 and 5 in the second leg, which is uh, Ellsberg yep. and Rainbow Connection. 1, 2, Happy 5 days. and 7, which is... Uh, Graceful Glamour, just in case it is on pace, same as Archidemus. Uh, five, well, I threw five Costello in because I didn't like anything else in the race. And seven Royal Celebration, but I might take out, I'm happy to take out those top two and put uh, Looks Like Elvis in instead, if you like. Take out Costello and put in Looks Like Elvis. Yep, okay. One, two, seven and eight. And home with one, six, eight, twelve and thirteen. But obviously we're both keen on Grand Rumour, so we can... Strip that down a little bit. One, six, eight. 
Vitesse with Nash leading. Uh, 12 is Tycoonist, I mentioned, and 13 is the Waller resumer, Katea. So what numbers did you have in the last? 1, 6, 8, 12, 13. No, we'll just go 6, 8, 12. 6, 8, 12. Beautiful. In the last. Beautiful. Yeah. So there's our quality numbers for Hawkesbury. Uh, let's head down to the Sandown Hillside track for ProGroupRacing.com.au. Check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. And uh, we've got a good track with the rail in the true, which uh, at Hillside is as good as fair as hopefully we can get it there. Uh, the Sandown track tends to show itself pretty quickly if there's going to be a leader's bias, so we'll work that out. But I've treated it as fair for now. Uh, we'll kick off with the two-year-olds in race one. A few of these have accepted in Adelaide, so I haven't seen if there's been some scratchings yet. I'll have a quick look now. But did you have anything to start the no. day? No, I left that alone purely because you're right. There's a few that have accepted in Adelaide. Don't know what this field will line up with, and I wasn't overly keen anyway, so I left that out. No, that's cool. I'll, I'm going to make a case for number two here, uh, Kiati. Uh, first prep was chasing Animo and Paul Leal. That form's okay. Then is set up here with the track and distance win. Pretty dominantly coming back. Uh, Blake McDougall on's a tick. He's riding really well, Blake. And um, around a $6 mark, I thought, it's a nice way to start the day. Uh, but uh, the two others in the market have, have accepted in Adelaide, so there might be not much left to that price by the time we get there. 1,000 metres over race... Uh, race 2 is over the 1,000 metres as well. Anything here? Yeah, I've gone for Whipcrack away. Uh, goes really well fresh, uh, well prepared for this. I was a little bit um, perturbed by the jockey booking and the three kilo claim, but it does come into 54 and a half. So the weight helps. Um, but interestingly enough, uh, Young Apprentice going on that. Uh, but look, it's one four from seven. Goes well fresh, as I mentioned. Uh, prepared well for this. I think it could be really hard to beat and probably just has a little bit more ability than some of these. Yeah, cool. I, I don't really like the race. If if I had to have a bet, it might be, the again, the, the course and distance set up with Harlem Blues from the inside gate uh, for Michael Poy, but um, not overly enamoured there. Uh, the next few are pretty good betting races, though. Race number three, 1,300 metre benchmark 84. We saw Cordelia return to form with a nice win, and uh, I think it'll win again here. This is a weaker race, and uh, should be very hard to beat. Yeah, 100%. I, I agree with you there. Gets the service of Will Price and the two kilo claim. Again, gets in well, well weighted, drawn the inside gates, back to form, third up. Everything points towards Cordelia. Uh, the market's found it and should be winning. Anything for the stays in race number four? Look, I did. I thought Bondi Sands should be hard to beat. Uh, didn't do much its first run in Australia. Um, after coming from some okay form over in uh, Great Britain. But the step up in distance to 2,100 last start uh, was right up its alley, uh, cha- turned its form around, finished right, hit the line really well there. Gets even further this, this start out with the 2,400. I think that will certainly suit. Drawn well enough to get a good good run. I think it's hardest to beat. Yeah, uh Nothing else really has a setup I'm interested in, so I thought I had it on top two. Yeah, uh, it was um, not a bad it was not a bad win, pretty brave win, and Blue Ocean came out and and won on the weekend or last weekend. So if you like your form of the Frank variety, that's certainly got it. 
Uh, race number five over the 1,400 metres is uh, sees a clash of the impressive dice roll, um, which won, a, I guess, an average race in impressive style. Are you with it or are you looking elsewhere? No, I have gone for dice roll. Uh, the the Hong Kong horse that's now back in Australia. Uh, it was a very good first up, as you said, weaker affair, but it was good. It had trialed well of some average form in Hong Kong. Some of these horses have a habit of doing that. We saw the one in Adelaide that's been doing it. Yep. His name's Reynolds. Um, yep who's come from there and gone very well and killing it at the moment. So I'm hoping Dice Roll can back it up again here. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, the market order's close to right. I think um, I think for me the danger is Circoni. It's coming back off group form. Uh, it doesn't have a lot yep. of first-up form, but it's been racing in Group 1 and Group 2 companies for the last two years, just about, and this is uh, coming back in an average race where it's going to probably lead. Um, I think it's the only danger. So they're the two... Uh, yeah, two I was interested in as well. Look, the form around some of these horses in this race is absolutely awful. Yes. If you go through the field, like there's there's none of these horses that have won a race in their last five starts, five yeah. or six starts, except for Dice Roll. Uh, so outside of it, they're, they're a pack of non-winners and it, it was impressive first up. I just think it, it kind of stands out. Well, I'm just looking here. I think the aggregate days since last win in if looking through all his fields, something over 2,000 days. Few haven't won for 1,000 yes. themselves, so it's actually been more, closer to 3,000. So, yeah, winners, that's why I thought, yep, dice roll, and then the leader, Sircone, will be the other one that, if they don't want to win it, at least it's at the front of them. Yep. Kick off the quaddy down here with uh, a 1,300-metre benchmark 78 for the girls. Uh, Charlize comes off the impressive win at the track. Uh, I'd been making case for it all prep it, it put it all together and one it did have the rail that day, but did it in, in pretty pretty soft style. Uh this isn't a lot stronger and I think gets the same run. Uh Will Price rides sand down as we've said quite well. Um around four dollars fifty, five dollars, it's a good bet. The um the one here at fifties that I'll have something on though is Influential Girl. Uh has form at the track and uh last last prep had um was beaten a nose Charlie Rose. And then beaten uh, two lengths by Defibrillate, so that's um, decent enough form here in its fifties. Uh, and and it does have a decent sure track. What's that? Yeah, it is. It is, but it's fifties, so yeah, don't need much to try because um, I don't like a lot of the rest of the race, to be honest. Yeah, I, I can see that, and I tend to agree with you. Look, the one that I found um, at double figure odds was "Don't Tell the Boss." Again. Um, it's another one of those races hasn't won in a while, but it's been it's been showing enough for me to uh, suggest it could run well in a race like this. I think uh, two starts back it was eight, but that was behind Sovereign Award and Quantum Mechanics. So we know those horses are pretty good. Last start hit the line really well, finished uh, you know less than half a length off Thousand Wishes um, at some odds. Uh, can run, can put in a nice run. Um, two kilo claim, fifty five in okay at the weights. Ten dollars. I'll um, happy to happy to have a look. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Um, very good. Uh, the seventh over the thirteen hundred meters for the three old fillies. Uh, did you have any 
any standouts here? I didn't have any standouts here. Again, I went looking for something a little bit wider, and I come up with the 14. Mm-hmm. Ethic Quinney. Ethic Quinney. That's how you say it. Yeah. Ethic Quinney. We'll go with that. Um, look, it, it's, it's, been around, it's been around the mark. Uh, sits just off the pace. Last start was favourite at Bendigo and uh, ran well enough behind more secrets, uh, close enough to favourite. Prior to that one, quite well at uh, Kyton um, to win its maiden. So it's not uncommon for horses to come out of maiden next start, not win. Uh, but it ran really well and hopefully it can back it up. Gets a, Hopefully it'll come in a couple of, of gates and um, get, get in the running line and finish off hard on Sandown. I'm with the um, Tony McAvoy horse transplant. Uh, debuted in a listed race over in Adelaide, then they brought it over to Melbourne and it destroyed a, a maiden field and re- really looked really green in doing so. Uh, I think it might have been a bit of talent and um, around the $7 is on top for me. Uh, and uh, yeah, I like what you found there with the Ethiqueenie race because um, there's a bit of a spruik about some of those horses it raced against that day as well and it started favourite, so... There's an opinion on that. Uh, I'm passing race eight. That was too hard for me. Yeah, um, I really like the way that Approach Discreet finished off its race last first up. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit the line really hard, got really well, really far back in that race, won by dice roll. Uh, finished less than two lengths off it. I think it came from nearly back of the field about 13th or 14th and over the unsuitable 1400 hit the line really hard you know this is a horse that's looking for more ground 1700 will really suit uh, so i'm expecting if there's enough pace on and they can run on in this race that approach the screw will be finishing hard and uh hardest to beat my old mate pruska's horse indispensable mm. again won well last start and has been in and around the money prior to that but uh three to beat five there but you can uh Play on both. Approach discreet is the only horse here with a Saturday Sydney win, so that's got to count for something. Uh, we finish off over the thousand metres again with a uh, for the three year old race here. Uh, what do you do, with Valmaster? Are you finding it this week? Have you had enough? What are we doing? I am going. I'm going to give it one more crack. Um, well, I haven't backed it the last couple, but I think Valmaster, if it doesn't win this race, then I don't know how, what the future holds for it. It's, it's been running in far better company than this. And this looks like a, a very winnable race. Drawn well, uh, Thornton aboard, 1,000 metres. Gets Should get all the favours here um, after not a lot of luck last start at Caulfield against pretty good field, in which was won by La Mexicana. Um so and I think it's reasonably weighted at 55 and a half. I mean, it carried 57 last start in that race with La Mexicana. So, uh, again, D-Day Saturday for Valmaster, and I think it'll be hardest to beat. Uh, I, yeah, I just don't know what to make of it. It, it was unlucky last start. I'm going to go with uh, Sweet Zoo. Uh, off the, had the win here two starts back, and then was wide and chased home in trepidatious uh, last weekend. Quick back up, back here, um, gate one probably rolls through and sits close to the pace, uh, if not leads like it did a few back, and um, could be hard to beat. The one here at 20s that um, 
just looked at the market because I was it just dawned on me. Uh, Mr. Moppet was running around some pretty good races and um, has some short prices in in some Sydney form, and uh, wasn't far off written miss just before it went out. And it's twenty to one here. So again, I found one at um, <laughs> out at big odds that I'll, I'll probably have a small play on. Seems to be the the theme of the day for me. Back at something in the market and just outside it, but. They're the two for me. Uh, do you want to sum up your thought? Do you want to do a should we do a quarter here as well? Or yeah, we'll do our best in value. Yep, uh, it's good at stand down on the weekend. There's plenty of value out there. Uh, look, my best bet of the day comes up in race five, number seven, dice roll. And there was a few I had uh, or tips that did have some value. But the one I came up with was race eight, number three, approach discreet as my value bet of the day. Yeah, nice. I'm going to make uh, Cordelia my best in the third race. Uh, and my value, I'll make it, I'll, I'll go the two at ridiculous odds. I think in, uh, where are we here? Influential Girl at 50s and Mr. Moppet at 20s can both run a place, I think. Let's say it that way. Uh, Cordy, do you want to drive this one? Yeah, I'll drive this one, mate, and you can put the pen through any. Yep. Again, we'll go pretty wide here. Uh, the first leg, we'll go one, three, five, seven, nine. Yep. Are you going to put, um, oh, yeah, sorry, yep, nine. Go for it. Next. Uh, in the next leg, we're going to go one, six, 11, 13, 14. Yep. In the next leg, we are going to go 3, 5, 6, and 7. 6, 7. I'm okay with that. And to finish the day, we're going to go... Five, eight, ten, thirteen, and fifteen. All stardom going in. Okay. Um. Sure. Why not? Uh. What about Valaquenta? Is there anyone I was going to ask about? Yeah. Or no? Leaving that out. No, we're leaving it out. Okay. Um. All right. I'm happy to follow you there. Sounds good to me. Uh, should we head over to look at the Group 1s in Adelaide? You're pretty keen uh, to talk about Adelaide at Morfittville. Um, yeah, I thought there were some, some decent races at um, Morfittville and a few nice little bets. Um, uh, yep. Where do you want to start? Oh, well, I've... Race number yeah, two. Yeah, away, mate. Race number two, number one, Lord Vladivostok coming back, uh, should lead and, and win that one. Hopefully we get about even money yep. there. Um, where are you going to next? Race three, number two, Sword of Mercy. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be super hard to beat going over to Adelaide. Yep. I'm obliged to mention um, in good health. Uh, I, it, I've got an issue with that horse. Before you, <laughs> before you do that, um, race four, number five, Wycliffe. I, I backed it last start, thought it would be really hard to beat. I was... A little bit disappointed. Uh, thought it thought it had every chance at Caulfield, but I haven't been a fan of the Caulfield track. Um, so I think it's going to be super hard to beat uh, over the twenty five hundred in the Adelaide Cup. Cool. 
Um, race yeah. five, race, race five, number one in good health. You yeah, put on top. I have um, yeah, I've, I've got a, a sick love affair with that horse, so yeah, I have to mention it. Uh, the UK is anything race six, the group three. Nothing for me. No, uh, Minhaj very very unlucky last start. Will be hard to beat. Yeah, uh, in a good race. Uh, the group one, Tay B Classic over the mile for the fillies and mares. Uh, Eight dollars a field. <laughs> what have you made of this? I'm going to back Instant Celebrity. I backed it first up. Thought it'd be hard to beat. Um, stuck on okay for fourth. I think it'll be really uh, better for that run. And I think that it, this is its race. And I think, um, yeah, expect to see a lot of improvement there. Hard to beat. Uh, I think Brooklyn Hustle, I'll give it another chance. It was on that leader's track, Mask Crusader got up inside. Uh, it will be swooping out the widest and flashing home. And Mitzi was uh, was going really well up until uh, the George Rider, but uh, freshen up here, gate one. Probably the two for me, um, but a very tricky race. The Group 1 Australasian Oaks uh, marks the first time we did that show together, Beaver, a year ago, where we I've put our toffee tongue on top. That was a long time ago now. Um, yep. Have you got on top here? Yeah, I think Steinem will be winning this. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it'll uh, end up last because it drew the outside last start and had to be taken back to last and just was in an impossible position to finish as close as it did. Uh, it was an outstanding run. Expect that to be super hard to beat here and I'm hoping John McNeil has it slightly closer. He's able to get off at the f- off the fence at the right time and uh, give them their comeuppance. Yeah, gate one was the only sort of icky bit for me, but in these three-year-old staying races, it's we've seen it plenty of times actually be quite valuable. So, and no one rides better staying yeah. races than Joe McNeil of late. So, yep, yeah, uh, I like it as well. I think they've forgotten about the horse that beat it, though. I think they've forgotten about uh, Taki Goddess. It's got pretty good form. It always seems going big odds, but it's placed in some uh, some Group One races, and it's twenty to one again. Uh, I think I will have something small in that, but I think Steinem's, like I said, it was a nice horse from the start, and I'm happy to stick with you. And nothing in the last? Nothing in the last. And shall we complete all four states here? We're going to go north for you with some some very good racing in yeah. Queensland as well. Fire away. Yeah, I'll give you a couple in Queensland. Had a good day in Queensland on Wednesday. Mm. I got two two winners, and my, my last leg finished second. Um, bit unlucky, which was a bit disappointing. Yeah, uh, not to get the clean sweep, but I think uh, better get ready. Paid about five fifty six dollars, yeah. uh, which was a good win. Um, so let's hope we can back it up. Race four, number two, Georgie's Pride, flying at the moment, uh, will be super hard to beat. Uh, my next bet that I do like comes up in. Race seven, number four, the Sydney side. Uh, the horse that's been down in Sydney back to Eagle Farm is Private Eye. I think it'll be super hard to beat uh, in a field of that quality. And finishing off the day in race nine, number two, Fender. Uh, very impressive first up and uh, no reason it can't repeat it. And, and we were asked uh, about trekking in the victory stakes. Did you have an opinion? Have you had a look at that race? Look, I did have a look at the race. Uh, Trekking's not a horse of mine. Um, yeah. So uh, even money, I'm not so sure I'd want to be backing it. Um, 
but it's it's uh, outside of it. Fasica was good first up, but was suited by the track. Uh, I was say, down the middle you, of the track. If that's run on a if that's run on an even track, it probably runs fifth in that race. Like you think? Yeah, that's right. So I think it might have been flattered by the first up win, and then everything else is ten dollars plus, and I really couldn't line them up, so okay. I wasn't overly keen to bet in this race. Trials of trekking were what you'd expect. They're very good trialing at Hawkesbury again. Um, it did, you know, it's a Group One horse in in this field, so I suppose it's got to be the marked favourite. Exactly. I think we've covered everything, Beaver. Good job. Um, you've got yeah. a big charity day coming up, uh, I believe, on the weekend. So, did you want to give that a quick plug if you have a win on the over the weekend? Yeah, mate. If you, if you, a good if you get a few dollars in your pockets. Um, my family and I are doing the Relay for Life uh, to remember and honour my young nephew who seven, at seven years old passed away from brain cancer. Um, so we're Team Miller. So if you go on Relay for Life and uh, search for the Team Miller team, you can throw a few bucks in there if you have a win. Uh, but good cause, uh, raising money for brain cancer and uh, a good day for my family to get together. So, um, yeah. Very good. I'll share the link on our Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, show us your tips, and uh, I'll put the link up there if people want to click through. Uh, I might even put it in Excellent. the description below uh, on YouTube. So good luck with that, mate. Uh, pass on my best to all the family. Yes. Uh, I'll chip in a little bit uh, over the weekend as well. And uh, I'm off to Brewer. As I said, they'll be down at the Brewer picnic races, so looking forward to that. Uh, good luck, punters. What race are you in? Uh, I'm riding in the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> or you're being ridden in the fifth. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be riding one. Uh, I'll be riding jungles in the fifth. Um, yeah. So good luck. Good luck. Uh, best of the family. Yeah, good luck with to all the punters this weekend. We'll be back on. No, it's Warnable next week. So we've got. We'll be doing uh, Tuesday night for the Warnable Cup on Wednesday. If I get the time, I'm hoping to do. And you're welcome to join me, by the way, Beaver. Uh, we'll do all three days of the carnival if you can manage that. How you, how do you think? And Dougie, is it? Yes, yeah, sounds good. And is it also working? Uh, worth mentioning some of the uh, big plans we've got for next weekend. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're planning to go live and do a live stream throughout the afternoon. Uh, we'll put up a bank and keep track of how we're going uh, through. I've got to double check, but we'll be using the Pro Group Racing YouTube channel, uh, running a stream through there. We'll be kitted up for we'll work out a time, probably about four hours to be honest uh and just keep track yep. of how everything's playing there's the gold coast guineas i believe and some more good racing in all three states so we're going to see how we go and hopefully can get a bit of have a bit of fun with that so i've got to just check yeah the- so the idea will be to stream watching um myself and yourself and a couple of the boys have a punt on the day we'll be putting our money where our mouth is looking at our strategies having a laugh having a bit of banter um, and with the plan of uh, getting the punters more involved into the future. Yep, so we're looking forward to that. I've just got to check the legalities of what we can and can't show and talk about, uh, but I'll check Just that. keep your clothes on, mate. It yeah. should be right. I'll check that with the powers that be at Pro Group Racing. Uh, you can read all of the stuff at progroupracing.com.au. Check out their website too. We do need to plug them. Fantastic supporters of us and uh, a fantastic website. Plenty more to come there. Good luck, Beaver, and good luck, punters. See you, mate.